Welcome to a patient safety podcast from Crico. Crico is the group of companies providing medical professional liability malpractice coverage and patient safety services to the Harvard medical community. Welcome to part two of our three-part series on fixing problems in the referral process. We are following the efforts of the Institute of Healthcare Improvement and CRICO to create guidance for primary care and specialty practices. Closing the Loop, a guide to safer ambulatory referrals in the electronic health record era, was jointly released by CRICO and IHI in late 2017. The tool works through nine steps in the referral process, from a PCP recommending a specialty referral through that referral appointment back to the PCP, and finally, follow up with the patient. Incorporating literature review and new analysis of medical malpractice claims and other data, the authors hope individual practices and institutions will use the guide to make the referrals more reliable and to reduce mistakes. Among the researchers and experts on the panel that developed Closing the Loop is Dr. Hardeep Singh, who joins us now. Dr. Singh is a general internist and renowned patient safety researcher from the DeBakey VA Medical Center in Houston, Texas. Dr. Singh, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. Well, what's the nature of the problem you're trying to address? So electronic referrals, I mean, one would imagine, right, that we've improved communication through use of you know, information technology and moving you know, information from point A to point B has become easier. But even in the age of electronic referrals, we still lose information. So some of our work shows that about 67% of uh, communication breakdowns between primary care uh, and specialists. So this is an important problem that we need to solve, that despite the use of information technology, we're still losing some of these referrals. What kind of uh, happens as a, a result of this? What can happen to patients? So because of breakdowns in communication between a journalist and a specialist, for instance, there could be delays in care, missed care, you know, delays of diagnosis of cancer could happen. Or in fact, any delay in care or procedure or treatment uh, because of breakdowns in communication between primary care and, and specialty care. So it's an important area that we need to address. In your own experience and talking to people about this issue, do you think that most doctors and nurses in practice understand the issue and the vulnerability? Do they know how to fix it? Yeah, so one of the things we recommend in this toolkit is, you know, start to measure and track how often some of these referrals are getting lost. And it could be an eye-opener. And so a lot of people think things are working smoothly, but then you realize once you track things, oh, that referral actually never reached the other side. Oh, I never went back from that patient. It's been three months. <laughs> so um, I think once you want to get sort of the seamless flow of information between several sort of fragments of our healthcare system to work and you figure out that information is not moving, it's an eye-opener. So that's, yeah, for sure that I think people are going to need to do some of the tracking, do some measurements, uh, figure out what the gaps are, and those gaps are really eye-openers for improvement. Traditionally, has this referral process been kind of an office management issue at some level? Does, does your research or your work here sort of recommend more engagement in the process of that referral from the clinicians themselves? 
Yeah, definitely. I think it needs not just engagement from the clinicians themselves, but also of the office staff. Engagement, there's engagement needed from the nurses, the office managers, some people who are needed who can track some of these referral processes. Some of this measurement that we recommend this tracking process, it's a big deal. We need support as a physician, for instance, if I'm in primary care, I'm going to need my office staff to help me sort of track some of these referrals. So for sure, I think it's a team base. I think very fits very nicely with uh, sort of the medical home concept where it's just not the solo you know, practitioner, but a, a team that is around the practitioner trying to help them do their work. But at some point in time, I think it's also an organizational responsibility. So if there's a multi-specialty clinic, it's just not about the, the docs or the providers in the multi-specialty clinic, but also sort of the leadership of that multi-specialty clinic. What can they do? How can they get engaged in doing some of the steps? How can they provide the support that's needed to make sure that the loop on the referral process is closed. Uh, this is just not like a single practitioner issues. We need engagement from everybody, so not just the frontline staff and the administrative staff, but also the leadership of the institution where this work is being done. What do you think will, or what do you hope will be the outcome of publishing and promoting this guideline? These are recommendations. What we hope is, you know, people would find this information useful. You know, we've now got information technology and we're trying to figure out how is this technology supposed to improve what we do but people are sort of finding that you know we've got more technology now but we're not seeing the improvements that we needed and I think uh, what the guide does is it sort of walks you through the processes that are needed at least for the referrals as to how you could uh, make sure that the process is safer and is more closed loop. Going through the guide requires time and investment of some sort of a resource to you know understand what what needs to be done. But we have a pretty good business case for this because I think having a better process, which is more efficient, safer for patients, more higher quality, is the business case. And imagine and if you have appropriate referral requests between DCPs and specialists, there will be less frustration uh, when you don't keep hearing from the specialists about what happened to your patients, which you know I'm sure PCPs have had issues with before. And the problems with communication have been both sides. It's been PCP to specialists and again specialists back to PCP as well. Ultimately, the products of these recommendations are reduced administrative burden, and we know how much burnout and turnover there is right now, and so I think this is a good way to think about how can we improve experience and reduce burden, and ultimately, I mean, you know, Crico is known for this, but maybe there'll be fewer malpractice claims when we have better recommendations. So it's just not about increasing the productivity and experience from these referral processes, but also uh, having fewer malpractice claims, having safer care and higher quality care. All right. And thanks again. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you. This has been good. Dr. Singh is a researcher and general internist at the DeBakey VA Medical Center in Houston. He is one of the lead authors of the new tool for safer, more reliable specialty referrals called Closing the Loop, a guide to safer ambulatory referrals in the electronic health record era. It is co-sponsored by the Institute for Healthcare Improvement and CRICO, the insurance program and patient safety provider for Harvard's medical institutions and affiliates. The guide can be found at the IHI website, www.ihi.org. Just search the phrase closing the loop. I'm Tom Ajello. 
This has been a patient safety podcast from Crico. Crico is the group of companies providing medical professional liability malpractice coverage and patient safety services to the Harvard medical community. More information about Crico and efforts in the Harvard system to create the safest healthcare in the world is available on our website, www.rmf.harvard.edu.